Hello, and welcome to Why Haven't You Watched That? I'm Lita. I'm Jackie. And today we're covering Ex Machina and maybe a little bit of Veronica Mars because Jackie just started watching that and is on the second season. So yes. might have some some stuff to chat about with there. Yeah, probably. <laughs> so we watched this movie a week ago and we were going to record then and we didn't because I'm lame. Um, no, you're not lame. <laughs> God knows how many times I'm like, do we have to do it today? And yeah. you're like, fine. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, just any plans ever, pretty much, I love canceling or rescheduling them. Like, Yeah, I mean, sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. There's certain <laughs> things where you're like, oh, I'm actually looking forward to something for once, and somebody else cancels, and you're just like, fuck. <laughs> it's like, shake your fist in the air the one time. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so I had this movie on like my Netflix watch list for quite some time, and like, but the the first time I was exposed to any of it was back in the day <laughs> when Hotline Bling was launched, oh, yeah. and someone made a video of the dance scene set to Hotline Bling. That was yeah. the first thing I ever saw from this movie, and I was like, "What?" <laughs> Me too. Yeah. <laughs> It is a very, like, odd scene, <laughs> even in the context of the movie, just like, what? It is. <laughs> and even, yeah. even the character is like, what is happening right now? Okay. <laughs> See, I already don't remember their names either. Yeah, same. It was, it's been a week. I just know Oscar Isaac, Captain Hooks. <laughs> yeah. Well, and uh, the other ones. Donald Gleason. Yeah. I, um, I, know, I know what his name is, but I knew I was going to, like, butcher the pronunciation. Yeah, so I I've, <laughs> I only know how to pronounce his name because I've just watched a lot of Star Wars interviews. <laughs> I can look up their names really yeah. quick. I don't even remember the AI's name, to be honest with you. It started with an A, I'm pretty sure. Ava. Ava, Ava that yeah. was it. Yeah, yeah. I think Oscar Isaac's character's name is Nathan. I'm not sure, though. Yeah, and then Donald Gleason is Caleb. Yeah, that's it. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, his name I was always going to forget. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I guess the question we need to start out with is, would you take a surprise sweepstakes trip in a helicopter D to a creepy, like, whole swath of land that this guy owns? I mean, well, he seemed to not know that it was so isolated, because he's yeah. like, when do we get there? He's like, we've been there for two hours. Yeah. <laughs> Which is kind of nuts. And I also, like, I remember, like, uh, I watched the video essay, Lessons from a sc Screenplay, did of this before I ever saw the movie, and, like, apparently there was, like, a lot more exposition during mm -hmm. that helicopter ride, and they cut, like, most of it just to those two lines. Damn. A lot more effective, I think, for us to, like, gradually find out who everybody is. Yeah. And I guess this is from a, like, a graphic novel or a full-length novel, I don't actually know. I don't um, know either. I didn't do but, any research. Yeah. <laughs> I just watched we, the movie and that was it. We are not prepared for this one. <laughs> nah, but it's fine. Um, they're, they're making another adaptation of it, too. Really? That I think Oscar Isaac is also involved in. <laughs> what, what do you... Another adaptation or a sequel? Yeah, no, an, another adaptation. Like, he's gonna be... DC comic Ex Machina gets film adaption The Great Machine... An entirely unrelated story of a different award-winning comic of the same name. Oh, okay. So it's just, it's not it's, the same thing. Okay, it's the same character, called but the same like a thing. different story? Or? No, no, it's literally like something else called Ex Machina that's different from this. Oh, so it's just a coincidence. <laughs> yeah. From now on, Oscar Isaac's like the, I'm only in movies named. <laughs> Ex Machina. Ex Machina, that's it. <laughs> 
It was my favorite role, so I just want to repeat the same performance over and over. He is definitely, like, a great actor because he's so different in this compared to anything else I've seen him in. I mean, the beard helps a lot. Yeah, and he's, like, (laughs) he's got a completely different, like, body type in this movie, too, I feel like. Yeah. He has, like, a different demeanor. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like I've usually seen him being, like, the nice guy, you know? Yeah, I think he, he does well as, like, a, a a villain character that seems, like, kind of cool, but you know mm-hmm. he's not. <laughs> yeah, that's, like, a very specific type of villain trope, like, oh, man, I'm your buddy, but, like, haha, <laughs> yeah, here's an NDA. <laughs> he was also in X-Men Apocalypse, but, like, no one saw that movie and no one remembers that movie. That movie doesn't exist. Yeah, I, I didn't see it. <laughs> I did not feel compelled to see it. <laughs> I actually, you know, I I mean, I know what I just said, but I did see it. Um, <laughs> and I just remember that I was really excited for Phoenix, like, for Sophie Turner in that movie. And they, like, did her really dirty. Like, I yes, feel like I they... Heard. Yeah. I feel like that it could have been a lot better. And I don't think that it was on her. Like, I know that she gets flack for not really being the greatest actress and like the dark phoenix movie bombed but in apocalypse i was just like why did you do her like this that's a shame yeah um did did because so neither of us had seen this movie before Mm -mm. and i liked it but (laughs) i don't know how much i have to say about it exactly you know what i mean yeah like i did i liked it, it too yeah it was cool to see like uh more original uh movie about robots um (laughs) than just like oh man here they come to kill us (laughs) yeah i there is a lot to say about it i think if we want to get into all of like the ethical questions that it does bring up yeah sure but like i just don't know if we have the capacity to talk like that right now with everything else going on in the world (laughs) yeah Um, (laughs) It is a good, like, unique kind of horror movie, too. It is. Right? Because, like, it's a it's basically a horror movie. It's just one of those, like, prestige ones that people say aren't horror. They're like, yeah. oh, it's, it's, it's a, a suspense or a drama yeah. or a thriller instead because they don't want to admit that, like, horror is also, like, adjacent to all these other genres and is a good genre in itself. Yeah. But whatever. <laughs> um, Something I thought, like, I don't know how intentional this was exactly but i really i it felt like it had like sort of like a feminist kind of leaning because it's this guy making only female robots making them naked mm-hmm. using them for sex trying to like keep them prisoner and contain them and then mm-hmm. they eventually one breaks free but also it doesn't feel feminist mm-hmm. <laughs> it's kind of strange like it felt it felt like I don't know, like, it was trying to lean into that a bit, but then at the end, they just kind of, like, I don't know, and also, just leaving him there to die, rude. <laughs> yeah, oh my gosh. I it's, mean, it's a little bit yellow wallpaper, especially when you see the other, um, like, the other videos and the ones that were, like, tearing their circuitry apart, basically, like, trying to pound on the walls and get out and, like, yeah. pacing around their, their cells, basically. But yeah, I'm really tired. I know that it is, like... I think that it is trying to say something feminist, but in that way that men do a lot of the yeah, time. Yeah, it's like, with, I'm like, pointing out something very, I'm pointing out something really obvious, and then going, shrugging, going, well. 
Yeah, like, I'm just really tired of there being stories where um, they're like, well, yeah, it sucks that women get treated poorly. Um, Also, we're going to just have, like, full bush in this scene, or, like, we're going to have the nipple, like, perfectly where you can see it at all times in this shot when you could absolutely just, like, do it from the shoulders up and, like, convey the fact that they're naked. You know, like, I'm tired of the commentary. (laughs) What? Feminism, but make it hot. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I'm tired of all of the commentary around it being like, well, we have to show it to get the point across. It's like, no, you don't. Like, it's the same kind of deal as, like, the more extreme side of the spectrum of being like, well, rape happens and we want to show it because it's really awful and it's an awful scene, but we had to make it there. And it's like, everybody knows this shit is awful, my dude. You don't have to include it. (laughs) No, you don't. Um, But, I mean, like, and I think that even if it had just been, like, the one scene with, um, Kyoko, where she's, like, peeling her skin back. Yeah. And not all of the other, like, bodies, you know? And there's just, like, there's one that's literally just, like, a torso, and I think there might be one that's just legs. Um, that, (laughs) I, like, I know that they're really pushing it, like, yeah, as far as they can right there, but I feel like the most effective part of it was her, and then her peeling back her skin and, you know, like, them having an understanding even though he's rendered her unable to speak, basically. Yeah. And something I thought was kind of, like, an odd choice, too, was that at the end where she's taking their skin, she has to take the skin of a, an Asian robot. I thought yeah. that was kind of strange. Because <laughs> there was, like, a bunch of different ones. Yeah, there was, like, a bunch of them. And... She chose the Asian one because mm-hmm. she was the only one I think that was like, like more complete than the other ones if I'm remembering correctly. I guess, yeah. But like it, that just came across so strangely. It it almost would have come across as like white women appropriating things for, so they can be free instead of other races. But that seems yeah. like too. I don't know. That seems like an accident more than anything. Yeah. I don't know if that was intentional or not. It would have been nice if she had, like, like, I don't know, like, done something with the rest of the robots. I, I wanted that to be what she did, like, help them somehow. Like, when, yeah, even though they weren't, like, you know, turned on or whatever, if she could have given them a burial or, or something, something symbolic at least to be like, you're free, besides, obviously, killing Nathan, like, yeah. so that he can't do anything with them anymore. But it still seemed very like this is your tomb now. <laughs> Bye. Like with out the guy that helps her and literally like from the very start was suspicious of Nathan and was like something's wrong here and was trying to figure out like what was going on and and wanted to help her, you yeah. know. Especially after he found all the rest of it and he tried to be nice to, to Kyoko and everything and Yeah. And- he was done kind of dirty, but I can kind of understand it from the robot's perspective, where it's like, well, this dude is, like, in love with me, and he's gonna, like, tie me down, and, like, mm. might do something else. I don't know yeah. what he's gonna do, so I have to leave him here to die, I guess. And it's so... <laughs> well, and she just also hadn't actually learned empathy, and that was part of the test, right? Like, yeah. does like, she actually care about you, or is she just using you to get out? And because she was spending time with... Nathan and he programmed her 
he didn't program her with that empathy. Like, it was like a shadow of the empathy, just like he himself had. Like, he put forth this image at first, but underneath the surface, it very quickly fell away, and he wasn't a good person. Yeah. And now she's just out there. <laughs> she's yeah, on like, these streets. How well, is she, she gonna she get do? by? She doesn't have a social security number. She <laughs> <laughs> well, she's an AI, so maybe she can true. access systems and stuff like that. And That's like do. True. And also she's like a hot white lady. Yeah, so, so she'll be okay. <laughs> yeah. She doesn't need to eat. She's a robot, you know. <laughs> yeah. Alicia Vikander is very cute. I... I think this might be the first movie I've actually seen her in, but I saw an interview with her where she was like, it's like one of the wired ones and she's teaching Swedish slang and I was like, I'm going to learn Swedish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's cute. Also, <laughs> when uh, Caleb was like, did you make her face based on my pornography habits? Oh my I'm god. like, oh no. <laughs> oh dude. Yeah, that was... <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> yeah. I was spoiled for the ending, though, when I watched this, so... I, you know, I don't know if I was spoiled for it, but I kind of figured it out, like, in the middle. Like, yeah. I feel like you, you kind of, like, see it coming, and you've probably, like, seen other people talking about it, but I was like, oh, uh, Kyoko is actually, like, AI as well. She's not just yeah. a normal girl. I wrote down Google Robot, and I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> Google Robot. I don't know what that was in reference to. <laughs> yeah, the cinematography in this was gorgeous, in my opinion. Um, it was. It was very haunting. The music was perfect. Yes. The cinematography was really good. Um, just that, like, eerie, like, almost kind of a cyberpunk feel to it, that, like, dystopian... Um, emptiness and like yeah sterile feeling yeah and it's also um, like interesting to the setting and that like there's like all this technology happening and like basically in the middle of nature in the middle mm -hmm. of the wilderness i thought that was a cool touch because it's like such a contrast between the outside which is like full of trees and mm -hmm. all that stuff and then the like, waterfall yeah the waterfall and then down below it's just like all white and it's technology kind of feel yeah this freaking bunker. I thought that was like when he goes to his room and Nathan's like, "Ah, oh, you're wondering why there's no windows." <laughs> yeah, like he he's got a very unnerving feel to him immediately, obviously, and he's like trying to be all cool about it. And yeah, he's trying but... to like be charismatic and stuff. Yeah, and like the you can kind of guess the twist in one scene too, where they're talk um him and Ava are talking, where it looks more like he's the one. That's being observed a couple of shots. Like, he looks like he's the one that's in the box, and she's the yeah. one talking to him inside it. So yeah, I thought they, that was, like, a really it. good touch with that. It kind of yeah. telegraphs that in earlier. Yeah, I thought that was cool, too. I don't know. It's... I feel like it's really hard to, like... Yeah, I, I, I'm... Go I'm more in depth, besides just being, like, are AI humans ever going to be like normal humans? Can we teach robots empathy? Can uh, they learn to think and feel and and not just imitate? Yeah, you the, know? that's the thing too because the whole thing with like AI programs now, it's like it's it's all like they what they learn 
and like mm-hmm. a lot of the stuff they learn is really racist shit mm-hmm. <laughs> or it's just like all down to who programs them you know yeah well that's the thing is like humans are humans and if they are programming something then that's yeah but humans where, where can program other humans da, 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 you know that sort of thing yeah. aren't we all programmed in a way <laughs> <laughs> i mean yes yeah, we are point. yeah <laughs> um and I guess that's, like, there's efforts for machine learning where they can learn themselves, you know. There's there's uh, numerous companies that are working on different types of machine learning. Yeah. And it's not as advanced, I don't think, to the point that it is in this movie, obviously, but it definitely could be. And how far does it go? Like, can it ever completely work itself out of its programming and do things that aren't in its code? Or is it always going to be stuck just working with the code? I don't know. It's questions for people who know more than us, probably. <laughs> it doesn't mean all like, <laughs> I feel like I feel like I like know enough to kind of vaguely talk about it and honestly I could probably go in more into depth, but I just like don't have the brain power at this moment. Yeah. Uh, I did I didn't look stuff up for this, I'll fully admit it. Oh yeah. I, I will I say been, that <laughs> my work has been intense enough as it is. Like my workload has basically doubled since all of this started. Um and I'm like, I don't want to do any research or thinking on the weekend. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is what you guys get. <laughs> it, I mean, so one of the AI things I like, I never played this game, but I watched a bunch of playthroughs on YouTube, is the Detroit Become Human stuff. Yeah. Which I think I was interesting. started playing that because it was finally free on PlayStation, or I don't know, maybe it was just on sale. I think it was free. Oh, wow. I started playing it, and it was honestly, like, kind of boring, because there's a lot of walking around really slowly yeah. going on. And yeah, like, that's why I, wa- I, I, sometimes I prefer to watch people play things, yeah. because it takes out all the drudgery of just, like, actually playing the game. Yeah. <laughs> um, I need to finish it, but I was liking it so far, like, for the most part, I guess. Yeah. Like- um, it didn't seem like it was as deep as it could have been from what I've played so far, but... I, well, I think it probably depends on what kind of playthrough you do also. Because um, mm-hmm. I watched, like, a bunch of different, like, storylines and pathways you can take. And, uh, yeah, there's so many in that That's game. what's very impressive about it. That's what I, I was like, oh, I kind of wish I could play this just because, like, it was kind of, like, something I always wanted, which was that, like, the things you do in games... Do no. actually affect the larger storyline, not just like extremely minor things. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Well, yeah, I feel like there's been this progression in the past, like six to eight or nine years, probably. I know that um, like Heavy Rain came out a while ago, and I think that was one of the first to have like a choice-based system. But like you said, a lot of the older games, it was um, like even Mass Effect. It's like. Some things, like, who your alliances are with can yeah. change things, but other than that, I don't, I mean, I don't recall, it, yeah. like, making that big of a dent on the storyline. <laughs> There's a lot where it's like, you know, you get a slightly different piece of dialogue, or you meet, like, a different companion, or 
uh, like in Fallout, I think there's like three or four different endings, and Bioshock has three different endings. So like most of the little decisions don't actually matter. There's like big, dis- consistent decisions that matter yeah. for the ending that you get. Um, but yeah, um, like Until Dawn did a little bit more in-depth choice system where lots of little things can change and then all of those little things can change big things at the end. Um, But it's still like the ending takes place in the same setting. Mm -hmm. And um, what else was I thinking of? Uh, Life is Strange was one where a lot of little decisions seemed like they were going to matter. But then I think that the company kind of like was running out of money for the last episode to come out. And I think that it got rushed and it ended up only having two different endings. And there was a bunch of stuff that kind of like undid choices that you made in the past. And so people kind of felt ripped out of that because it felt like it was going to make a a huge difference in the end. And it kind of didn't. So I think that Detroit Become Human was one of the first that I've seen that actually had like, like you, when you look at your screen, when you're playing it, it's got like, you know, one action has like five yeah. different branches, which have yeah. five different branches That's of cool possibilities. It's cool getting to see that too. Yeah, yeah, and uh, it must be so hard putting those games together, though. To be yeah. fair, it must be so difficult to do. Like it's very simplistic in theory. When you look at it, you're like, okay, if this happens, then this happens, and if that happens, then this happens, and if this and this are true, then this is false, and blah blah blah. It's like basic booleans and coding, but then you have to add in like all of the other stuff that has to change like well if these five things are different then we have to change this dialogue because this character is dead but the character's death was like positive instead of negative or blah 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 yeah. and then it's you have to change like all these other factors based on everything and it, it's crazy that like people are able to have such attention to the details and yeah come up with so much Good job, guys, if you're listening. (laughs) Good job, game devs. You don't get paid enough, you work too many hours, and you deserve more praise than you get. (laughs) Agreed. (sighs) I I don't know what else to say about them. I'm really sorry. Yeah. I don't know. It was good. I I liked it. I wasn't, I'm not, like, super in love with it. Yeah. You know, it was just, like, it was a fine movie. Well done. Yeah. Looks pretty. Watching something a week beforehand and then recording doesn't leave too yeah. much time for... It It, it doesn't, because I feel like I do these better when I've, like, just watched them the same day. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I can hold on to my thoughts more. And, yeah. Yeah. Like, I've barely thought about this movie since we watched it. <laughs> yeah, awesome. yeah, that, I mean, that is kind of an indictment against, against it, though, isn't it? I feel like... No, I don't think so. I think that it's just, like... Well, not it even, was not even deep just... and spooky, and I don't want to be thinking about deep and spooky things right now. Yeah. I mean, I also, like, when I saw it, I was like, I don't know what how much I'm going to have to say about it, because well, it, is, yeah. it is good. It is a good movie. It's well written, well acted. Everything about it's very good, but, like, I feel like anything it was trying to say has, has just... Not that it doesn't interest me, but, like, yeah. it's... Like, all right. <laughs> yeah. You know, I like, mean, okay, I, I see. All right, let's yeah. move on to the next thing. It didn't make me really, like, sit down and think about stuff. Mm-hmm. It didn't, like, really spark my imagination any kind of way. 
Well, it makes I, it sound like I didn't like it, but I did like it. Yeah, I liked it. I, I mean, it does make you. It did make me think. Um, but I think that because this came out in 2014, and it's been six years since then, so we've kind of been seeing conversations about this stuff increase over the years. That's true. So it, it's not as um, maybe crazy and novel as it was then. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there were also a lot of quiet moments in the yeah, movie. Yeah, I really so there's, there's a lot of that. space. Um, yeah, you really get to like sit with whatever just happened. Mm-hmm. and absorb it rather than just immediately cutting to the next thing like some movies do. And it's it makes it more suspenseful too because you're like this kid is really like in a bad situation and what how is he going to get out and unfortunately he doesn't. I was really bummed. I was like yeah. are you serious? Like I know, I was like I know this movie is going to end and he's going to still be there. I was like maybe he can just you know he was making a little bit of a dent in the glass. I was like maybe he can get out of there eventually and it just like I hope that I hope yeah. he got out. Somebody I, came and looked well, for him or something. Like well, well, the, the helicopter guy must have been like, "Where's your friend?" Yeah, that came that, out here. Yeah, very convenient. We don't see that scene where mm-hmm. she, he's like, "Where is the guy? Like, what does she yeah. say?" She's like, "Oh, he's I was not like, leaving." <laughs> I was like, "Did uh, did she kill the helicopter?" Pilot? I mean, well, I feel like if she did, we would have seen something. I was I was honestly expecting like a, a body to fall out of the helicopter and yeah. for it to take off, but that didn't happen. So they didn't want it to be that um I don't think that they wanted her to have as active of a part yeah in in that you know. and also but like do... it would be impractical for her to do that too because people like people would know that guy is missing whereas yeah. uh Caleb like he says himself he has like nobody no family no yeah. family nothing he might but his he coworkers his might coworkers. become concerned about him yeah, yeah. but like who, like, what will they be able to do exactly? And then well, I mean, someone's going to find them. He... The, the thing is, someone's going to find them eventually. But, yeah. like, how long is it going to take? Is it going to be? Because, like, the yeah. CEO's dead. Like, someone's going to well, notice that, that. That is a good point. The CEO's dead. They're going to notice that he hasn't communicated with yeah, anybody. It's not like he's and... just some eccentric guy yeah. <laughs> living <laughs> in the middle of nowhere. And... and... Caleb was only supposed to be there for a week, so that day he was supposed to leave. So hopefully somebody was like, hey, he hasn't gotten back yet. I mean, you can live, like, three days with no water, right? Yeah, I mean, you might be able to think of something. He yeah. seemed like a resourceful dude. Uh, but, you know. <laughs> He's just in there, like chugging g fuel and <laughs> trying to code his way out. Like, he's, like, trying all these different programming loops yeah. and shit trying to get out of the house yeah poor guy yeah just trying to do the right thing <laughs> feel bad <laughs> i did like that they um that kyoko got to take the sashimi knife to yeah stab me back literally yeah. <laughs> and it's just like it's so like gentle and yeah. there's no blood spatter and he's just like what the fuck is going on yeah and he's still like staggering around like it felt realistic in a yeah. way, because it wasn't, like, so, like, gory and, like, over the top. Yeah. I mean, I've never stabbed anyone, so I don't know, like, how... <laughs> I mean, I feel like if... You, that, I mean, it felt more, like, realistic. It's just kind of like, oh, good. <laughs> oh, yeah. there's a knife. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I mean, I guess that's why when people get murdered, they have so many stab wounds. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I, like, 
I, like I said, we could get really deep into this. We could talk more in depth about the Turing test and AI and if it is like something that we should be messing with or if it's something we should be leaving alone and if we should take it as far as to make the entire androids like uh what's the one that they made sunny oh yeah an irobot no 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 um i mean yes I was... but the re- the one in real life what oh. is her name S- sophia sophia the robot yeah i think yeah i'm going to say uh, probably not. <laughs> and she was activated in 2016. Yeah, I would, um, I would say maybe we shouldn't. But yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, a lot of people in tech seem to do things just because they can and they don't think about the ethical implications of a lot of things. Yeah, that's, it's very true. Which is unfortunate. There's, there's a lot of... I mean, just kind of the, like, boiled frog effect. Yeah. Um, Like, Google started out as a company where their slogan was, don't be evil, and now they are all up in our shit, they sell our data, they have a handle on all of our search results, our ISPs have access to search results and, you know, history and activity and all the internet of things shit like people can know when you're home and when you're away just by hacking into your network and finding out oh this is when you set your thermostat to a different temperature or when you turn your lights on and off at night and they can do really malicious things that way there's all kinds of questions of ethics with those uh the ring doorbells that have the cameras because if you have one and it faces your neighbor's like yard or their door uh they don't have any say in whether or not their information is there and that stuff gets uploaded somewhere there's people that look at it um there's people that like monitor stuff and it takes away like it just kind of puts us all in a state of surveillance and people welcome that into their homes when 20 years ago people would have been like absolutely not this is this is a dangerous thing to be meddling with, but because it's happened so slowly and it's been marketed as, like, this is how we make it convenient. Yeah, like, everyone's so busy in the world and, like, we we don't have any time for anything, so we want to make everything so convenient. You have a fridge that tells you if you're out of eggs. Like, just open the door and look and see if you're out of eggs, you know? Wait until you get home. It's really not that much less convenient to get home and be like, oops, I don't have eggs. I guess I'll go get them tomorrow instead, you know? God forbid. <laughs> I need <laughs> eggs right now. <laughs> the the very, like, instant gratification culture that we have, um, which I think is uh, another argument for not having humanoid AIs because, I obviously, like, I think that they already have stuff that is used for simulating sex and I feel like that's the first place that humans are going to take it Uh and then if it has enough of a sentience to be aware of its surroundings and process information then how do you how do you get consent from it if it's programmed to be a certain way but it still is like able to learn and process its surroundings that that is weirdly something from the movie AI (laughs) yeah Uh, did you see that movie I have not seen it no I, I don't uh, I mean, maybe one day, but not right after we did a movie about robots already. But um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's, not, like, Jude Law's character, and that is, like, a, a robot 
gigolo, basically. <laughs> and, um... <laughs> Mr. Android. Yeah. And, um... So that's something that's brought up in that movie, too. And then, from what I remember, just kind of, like, not dealt with. <laughs> yeah. It's like, that exists. Anyway, back to this little boy. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. And it's, yeah, you get you get real iffy into the consent stuff if it's, like, an AI robot, sex robot. And, like, mm-hmm. it's... Sex robot, sex robot. <laughs> the whitest kids you know sketch. <laughs> oh, my God. Um... But yeah, I mean, I think that that brings up a lot of, like, gross implications. And I think that with the way that the porn industry is now and instant gratification linked to that and how it fucks up your, um, like, reward centers in your brain, I think that that would lead into a very dangerous situation where if people can just, like, have a sex robot instead of, like, a real person that they have to interact and emote with and build a connection with, whether or not, you know, it's a one-night stand or... Um, a long-term relationship like you still have to build some form of connection yeah um and with a robot you could just be like okay well now we're gonna have sex and it's yeah, like, it's like it does like it, for some men it would be a dream which is very sad because yeah. <laughs> like a robot though? who can't say no to you and does all mm-hmm. your stuff for you and you can have sex with just what the film step for wives is about basically and yeah. um so the step for wives would probably become a r- real thing in the real world, yeah. except not turning our people who are already human into robots, <laughs> but just making robots that do that. And um, but like, also, how long would it be? Would people be fine with it? You know what I mean? Because like, there's memes and stuff about um when you're on page like 37 of Pornhub and you still haven't found something to jack off to like because you're looking for the perfect video or whatever and then like you watch the video and don't even watch it all the way through and just like immediately do the deed and are done and are like well this is empty (laughs) (laughs) like how would it like wouldn't it get to that point at some point or like I don't know not having real emotions for it you would lend itself to there being a lot of fucked up behaviors forming around it because like can they feel pain and you, you know like th- yeah. there are levels of consent like you can program them to do whatever fucked up shit you want and then how does that alter your like perception of and interactions with other humans and it I think could lead to really dangerous territory there you yeah. know and it was something uh the movie her did as well did you see that no. No? Alright, well, like, basically the plot of that is, we're probably not going to do it for the podcast, so I'll tell you the plot. Um, <laughs> like, Joaquin Phoenix's character, his AI is uh, Scarlett Johansson, but she, like, is just, like, a voice, and mm-hmm. she's not physically there, but they, like, get into a relationship regardless, because she's, like, developing her own personality, and then he meets up with his ex-wife to finalize a divorce, and he tells her, oh, I'm dating my computer, and she's like, what? <laughs> yeah. She's like, I'm sorry, you can't form real relationships. He's like, no, it is real, and then he starts doubting it after that, and then she gets, like, real pissed off at him, and blah, 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 but then they get back to her. Anyway, by the end, she's, like, transcended, like, normal human experience so much, <laughs> and so have all the other AIs, that they kind of, like, go away somewhere that hmm. humans can't perceive of. Interesting. So, I thought that was an interesting way of dealing with that. 
I feel like Scarlett Johansson's been in so many movies like that. Like, that's basically what happens at the end of Lucy, I think, is she just, like, goes into the internet or something. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it is a better movie than Lucy, but... Um. No, I'm sure. I only watched part of that movie, and I was like, this fucking sucks. Yeah. Also, the uh, 10% of your brain thing isn't true. It's so stupid. Oh, yeah. It's definitely false. Like, the whole premise is flawed in yeah. that movie. But, um... But, uh, yeah... I feel like Scarlett Johansson's entire career is just one big insult to Asian people, too. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I just, I don't understand why she took that role in the first place. I just, I don't understand how that and happened. And then she's, she's just, she just keeps doubling down on, like, it's all so of her weird. bad choices and stuff. Yeah. It's so weird. It's like, you don't need to take this job, you know? Yeah, it's not your, like, your You're not, like, a money. struggling actress, yeah. you know? Um, I was going to bring up, though, Altered Carbon on Netflix. I'm pretty sure you haven't seen that. I have not, no. But they aren't androids. There is, there are, like, androids slash, um, like, sentient holographic things. Um, like, there's a a guy that has a, a hotel um, and he's basically, like, Edgar Allan Poe, like, that's what he looks like, I think the hotel's called Poe's, or Raven's, or some shit like that, but he is, like, not a, a human, um, but he, like, interacts with the main characters, and uh, seems to have a conscience, and, um, is sentient in that way, and the premise of Altered Carmen is that, um, it's, like, super far in the future, humans have been to other planets, I think, um, they have basically found a way to upload your consciousness uh, into what they call stacks, which are part of your, like, spine. Um, it's like a disc or a puck or something inside of a little metal setup on your spine or some shit like that. Right. And so your consciousness gets uploaded into that, and when your body decays and you start to die, then you just upload your consciousness to... A new body and I don't remember if some of the bodies are like grown or if people are donating their bodies to them or like if it's somebody that's died in an accident or something like that they get uploaded into that body instead I don't remember how they they come by them but there's a whole um commentary on the class system and basically the rich elites of the time before the stacks were invented based they're just all immortal because they can afford the best bodies you know the the yeah. hottest looks they keep they keep uploading themselves into like new bodies and they're immortal and they live in like a castle in the sky and uh, shit sounds about right um, <laughs> there's some people that refuse to be a part of it there are people where um like if the the poor people that don't have money um, they get one that's, like, assigned to them by the government or whatever, which means that they're getting bodies from prison. So at the beginning, like, the main character is uploaded into a body that came from the prison, like, somebody that died there. Um, and when he's getting out, there's, like, a parent, um, a couple that are parents they're waiting for their little girl that like died in a car accident or had cancer or something like that and 
they've like uploaded her consciousness into like a grown man that was in prison okay. and it's like a grown man being like mommy and daddy oh no like oh, what that's happened weird. <laughs> yeah and there's a it's all of this long-winded stuff to set up is just basically to say that uh, part of the plot is that they find out there's this like fucked up sex club where these men go and they do whatever they want including killing the girls that they are doing stuff with um because their consciousness can just be uploaded into a new body so they're like oh well it's not like it's killing the body and they feel pain and like they're experiencing this death in real time but then they just get their consciousness uploaded into a new girl's body but they have all of that like compounded trauma in their stacks and in their consciousness that they're just uploading into new people's skins basically um so there's a whole there's a whole plot line about that and everything and it's crazy i'm confused about something though so like you can upload your consciousness to someone who's dead why can you not upload your own consciousness back into your own body then because i like the body is still decayed like if it's not properly functioning like they can't fix the body yeah but if you're uploading it to someone who's also dead yeah, I don't that remember. Make any I think sense. <laughs> I think that they keep them in stasis or something. Oh, okay. I, I don't remember exactly the the thing. But so there are some like, people they're reserved to be used, and other people get to use them. Yes, or... basically. Yeah. All right. Um, so that's like the whole <laughs> class thing. It makes sense in the universe of it, but I haven't. We watched the first season of it like two years ago, so I don't remember like all of the specifics of how the science is supposed to work. It makes sense in the show. All right. <laughs> it, yeah, it, it just is it's like the the class issues and the issues of like lower class people's bodies are treated as commodities for the higher class people mm. and the people that are willing to do these fucked up things. Um, yeah. And like the, the stack itself, like that has the consciousness and it can be completely destroyed and it's like permadeath basically mm. um but yeah yeah sounds fucked up <laughs> yeah the second season is out and i want to watch it but i'm like it's too heavy i can't do it right yeah now. look yeah i'm not really in the mood to watch super heavy stuff Mm-mm. veronica mars is nuts but <laughs> <laughs> yeah so you're on season two of veronica mars yeah and... I, I still haven't i haven't finished season two yet i just okay. watched the episode where um oh my god what episode did i just watch <laughs> i forget um yeah it was the one where the sheriff was like making out with a high school student and the yeah they, they, they kind of blackmailed him into telling him stuff and like yeah i don't what is with all the adults, oh, so many adults on the show just dating high schoolers, like, it's no big deal. Yeah. <laughs> it's so weird. Or <laughs> they'll be like, oh, she's 18, it's fine. But, like, Veronica was not 18 when she was dating Leo, the kid yeah, no. from like, the their actual sheriff age, station. Yeah, their actual age difference wasn't that big. But, like, it's still like, dude, she's a junior in high school. Yeah, <laughs> what she are you was doing, man. <laughs> one, I think she was, like, 16 or 17. And he wasn't even, like, painted as creepy. And yeah, it's just like, because like when they meet the first time, he's like, "Oh, you're 17, so no." <laughs> yeah, but then he does, and I, you, like you can't wait like a few months, man, because like 18 and 20 isn't that big of an age difference. Well, but, and her dad like knows, and about her dad, it. and her dad was like, "Okay, yeah, <laughs> that's what I didn't understand." <laughs> yeah, it's just it was a different time that show came out. 2004, in 2004. Yeah, yeah. 
so 16 years ago i mean there's still creeps that fucking date like that and they don't get thrown in jail like all the celebrities and shit or like jerry seinfeld picked up his like 17 year old girlfriend from high school it's just so odd like it's like like even like the the time i dated someone 21 when i was like 27 i felt weird about it yeah he was like an adult but i was like like uh, of drinking age too well actually i think when i dated him he wasn't 21 yet he was almost 21 uh-huh. But I was... <laughs> yeah, cougar. <laughs> Leave me alone. Anyway. Um, <laughs> but even then, I was still like, oh, he's so young. This feels weird. I don't like it. So I don't even understand how anyone... Unless they just left high school themselves, I don't know how you can date someone who was in high school. Like, how do yeah. you not feel, like, so fucking creepy? Like, I yeah. don't get it. <laughs> yeah, like, Chris and I started dating when he, like... We're a year apart, and he had already graduated. Yeah, that's not a like, big deal. That's yeah. We yeah. we were at like the same point in time in our lives, pretty much. Yeah, and it wasn't like, oh, you're so much younger and more innocent and naive than me. You know, yeah. like it wasn't like that at all. There's not power dynamics going on. Yeah, like I can. I mean, I mean, when I say understand, I mean like literally can comprehend it. Not that I empathize with it, but understand mm-hmm. the men who want that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But like. Even just, like, just how odd it is, it's like this person, like, goes to school. Yeah. <laughs> like, they're pledging allegiance to the flag. <laughs> it's just strange. <laughs> like, it's just, oh God, it's disgusting. Pledging allegiance to the flag is strange in and of itself. Yeah, it is in but... of itself, but, like, I don't know. And Have you, like, did you say it the whole time that you were in school, or was there a point where you stopped saying it? There was a point I stopped saying it. I forget when it was. It was probably middle school, but I think I stopped mm-hmm. saying it out of, like, laziness rather than trying to, like, make a statement. I was like, I don't want to. <laughs> I think that's a big part of it for most people, yeah, but I think middle school is about when we stopped, unless we were, like, trying to be funny and we'd like shout at each other during announcements or something like that yeah but we were like this is weird right like this is strange and then my old job when we used to have like all company meetings they would pledge allegiance to the flag before they started uh, and i never said it it was so what? fucking weird that it was is the so weirdest weird. thing Wait, i was what? like we're a company like i just... <laughs> it was bizarre i don't know why that happened that it ex- wasn't like at least it wasn't like every day. <laughs> like imagine if it was every day at work, it'd literally just be Big Brother. <laughs> I was yeah, I was about to say that's like some Big Brother shit. Yeah. What the fuck? Um, the, God, what do they call it? Nineteen eighty four, the Daily. Um, it's it's oh, something like aggressive sounding. The the Daily Hate, but that's different. Yeah. That's that. Yeah. That would be like if you guys started like screaming "fuck you" at like yeah. at like a screen depicting like I guess terrorists or something. I don't know, yeah. but like. <laughs> But, um, yeah, that's very weird. <laughs> yeah, I for, like I forgot about that and remembered recently, and I was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I never said it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I like the show a lot. I'm trying to not binge it too much so I can, like, stretch it out a bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, by the time we do the next episode, maybe I'll watch all of it and we can dedicate a full episode to it. Heck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the first two seasons, I would say, are definitely the best. Um, I think that the the mystery with Lily is is 
the best mystery of the whole thing. Yeah, um, I mean, I'm still only on season two, but I'm already, I'm already like with the bus stuff. I'm like, okay, this is getting like too complicated. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I don't the, know what's happened yet, but I'm still like, there's too much going on. <laughs> the bus mystery is so weird too because they just like won't talk about it for like three or four episodes at a time. Well, that's the thing that's you know? weird about the show too is like, there's like, oh man, someone. Uh, they did a murder and then it's like oh also someone lost their pencil case or something yeah (laughs) and we're gonna deal with this for half the episode first yeah it's because i get it's the format of the show but it's still like okay why are you thinking about this when this crazy thing just happened to you and i guess i mean the the motivation is like money because they don't have a lot of money yeah but um it's it's just funny because now, you know, we watch Netflix shows where there's 10 or 12 episodes maybe and it's all very succinct. Honestly, there's some Netflix shows that still feel like they drag on and could be like five episodes, but <laughs> yeah. Uh like the days of 24 episodes to a season, there just had to be so much filler and there had to be like a monster of the week theme or a yeah. mystery of the week theme, you know. Yeah, even when there's like an overarching plot going on. Yeah. So um, I'm kind of grateful for that too. Like the the days of like now prime television and binge watching and stuff have kind of gotten rid of like unnecessary filler, yeah, and like just pointless episodes that don't have anything honestly to do though, with anything. I kind of miss filler episodes because the thing that I like so much about TV is that if you watch a show and you like it a lot and you like the characters a lot you get so much more time with them than with a movie. That's true. Like, I love Star Wars, but you can't... You don't have enough time with any of the characters. Like, there's not, like, episodes where you can just do a character study of them. So I think that sometimes, like, motivations aren't as clear in movies, and, like, the inner workings of them aren't as clear. And I like that portion of storytelling that you can get from TV. And... A lot of my favorite moments in TV shows that I've watched over the years have come from filler yeah. episodes because they can play around a little bit more. Yeah. I mean, I do know. like I do like like occasional filler episodes. Like one of my favorite episodes of Breaking Bad was the filler episode, The Fly. But mm-hmm. I feel like they have to be utilized correctly and mm-hmm. like used smartly. And like a lot of the times with like longer TV shows, they're not. Yeah. Um, and also just, like, 20, like, I've been trying to get through The Sopranos, and, like, there's so many episodes per season, and I'm just, like, I'm, uh, I'm like, when is it going to be the next season already? I'm enjoying it, but it's still, like, God, I'm still in season two, Jesus Christ. It went on for, like, nine or eleven I know. seasons, right? Yeah, it, no, it was six seasons. Oh, really? Yeah, it was six seasons. And Why does it feel like The Sopranos was, like, a decade it was, because it, it started in, like, 1999, and it ended in, like, the late 2000s. So it, it pretty much was a decade. Did they take it was time like, in between some of the seasons or maybe, something? Maybe. I think it ended, because it ended when I was still in high school, and I still lived in the town where they shot the last scene. Oh. And, um... 1999 to 2007. Yeah. Yeah, I guess, I mean, that's only six seasons, but it's still almost a decade. Yeah crazy six years is almost a decade (laughs) okay they did take they did take two two year breaks yeah so the first one was 99 2000 2001 yeah 2002 2004 2006 2007 okay so that's why yeah and like it's morbid but i'm still like waiting like during the opening credits to watch them like 
not have the Twin Towers be there. I'm like, oh did 9-11 yeah. happen yet? Yeah. Yeah, I was like, and it's still there in the opening credits in the part where I'm at. I'm like, wow. It still hasn't happened yet. Wow. I always think it's funny, um, like, watching the first Spider-Man movie, and I think there's a part where you can see them in his in his eye or something like that, and then there was a scene that was similar to that in the second one that they had to take out. Well, no, and no, what happened with the, the first one, the first film came out after 9-11, but what you're thinking oh, of is the trailer where there were the Twin Towers, yeah, and yeah, they yeah, had yeah. to stop airing it, because it happened, like, right after. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the first Spider-Man came out in uh, 2, I think. Yeah. Right? Yes. Or did it come out in yeah. 2001? I'm pretty sure. Or it came out in yeah. late 2001, one of those. 2002. Um, and Spider-Man 2 is 2004. Um... But yeah, we can talk about the first season, and we can talk about the boys. The boys. <laughs> Duncan, you're right, Duncan's boring. Duncan's so boring. I th- the thing is, like, I bought, like, the flashbacks of their relationship. I, I mm-hmm. like, I bought that they were, like, in love and stuff, but then when they get back together, I'm just it like, I don't believe this. I'm like, yeah. I, I'm like, I don't believe this at all. They had, like, no chemistry. No. I was like, you guys are just together because you, now you know you're not brother and sister, and you're like, phew! <laughs> Yeah, like, that whole plot line. I knew they couldn't have possibly have actually been brother and sister, because I'm like, there's no way the CW would have done that. No. I'm like, there's no way. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, um, I do know what, uh, how, like, Logan and Veronica end up in the show, I guess, in, like, the newer seasons, I guess. And, like, um... Oh, you mean, like, they just, you know that they end up together? Yeah, I know they end up together. And, uh... Okay. And I know he, like, joins the Navy or something. Yeah. And then I accidentally spoiled myself for who the killer was in season one while I was looking that up. Because yeah. I, I wanted to see if they were, like, still together at the end. Because I was like, I, I like this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to see if they, they, are... make, they make, those two crazy kids make it. <laughs> yeah. I, I remember, like, back in the days of LJ, like, before I watched Veronica Bars, I didn't watch it until, you know, very recently, too. And um, everyone was very obsessed with that ship. And I was just like, I don't... I don't want to watch that show, which I don't know why, because it's, like, everything that I'm into. Yeah. Like, she's a fucking detective <laughs> who does photography. Yeah. Like, why would I not like that? I think it was because um, they would show previews for it when Gilmore Girls was going to come on, and my mom would always be like, ah, all of the stupid teen dramas is so stupid. Like, and they would have it, like, you know, that the kind of trailer that they would have for UPN and WB yeah, and everything that was very much like, oh, the romance, Who, what boy is she going to end up with? There's a crazy sex scandal in this episode. So my parents were like, ah, we don't watch that kind of thing. Like, I mean, there I are a lot it. of crazy sex scandals on this show. There <laughs> are a lot, yeah. Like, so many. <laughs> but Logan and Veronica are really hot. They are, they are. It's unfortunate <laughs> because... You can tell that he was supposed to be, like, constantly her, like, negative foil in the show because he's set up in the first couple episodes as, like, fucking... Douchebag. Yeah, he's an asshole. And he is a douchebag, to be fair. (laughs) Yeah. He's an asshole, he's violent, he's racist, like... And then they're like, okay, but they actually have really good chemistry, so now you have to care about him. (laughs) And, like, you see a lot of the reasons why he is the way that he is. And you can see, like, in the flashbacks that he didn't seem the same like he was nice like, to like her whole, in the flashbacks and yeah they were, like, like basically friends. his girlfriend being murdered just kind of like broke him the, yeah the and kids his dad be- being yeah, the way his dad is yeah and he, the, the dude's been through a lot 
And the actor, like, sells Logan really well. Oh my well. god, he's so good. He's so good. I really, like, I think he's a Scientologist. Oh but no, I really god damn it. I wish that he would be in more stuff, because I feel like he is, like, he takes such an asshole of a character, and he puts so much humor in it, and he's just, like, is a broken little puppy dog, Yeah. and has, like, the perfect emotions, and it's, I feel like it's, like, like speaks so much to that like team girl and all of us it's like it i can fix him yeah. <laughs> it, it yeah it, it, the way he looks at veronica yeah I, like uh but the the scene where he came and like punched the uh jonathan taylor thomas in the face yeah <laughs> i was like <laughs> jonathan taylor thomas showed up i was like whoa the guest yeah, shows up the guest stars on the show are so they're great. a riot i think that that was one of the last things he's been in too <laughs> And, um, but then when she, like, kissed him on the cheek and he had the look on his eyes, I was like, <gasps> Yeah. <laughs> like, the thing is, I knew it was gonna happen at some point, but, like, um, I was, like, surprised it happened as early as it did. Doesn't she just full and kiss him on the mouth right No, she, she like, gives him, him the a peck. peck. No, she gives him a peck on the cheek right near his mouth, but oh. it wasn't on his mouth. And I he, thought it was. And he just went full puppy dog face <laughs> and grabbed her and kissed her. <laughs> And I was like, I love this. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I thought I I also really liked too how the show didn't fall for the thing of like turning the friend who was a murder victim into like a perfect angel kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I like that she was like a full. You could tell she was like a full human being. Yeah, with like her own flaws and stuff. She wasn't like idealized, and they even like took down that trope directly in one episode where Logan included the extra footage of her acting the fool in the yeah. limo. <laughs> and the dad, like, started crying and stuff. I was mm-hmm. like, he didn't do it. <laughs> yeah. And I was God, sure that... it was gonna be Duncan, though, to be honest. <laughs> there are so many scenes in the show that, like, break your heart. Because everyone is so good. Like, like especially Kristen Bell, she's one of those actresses that like when she cries you want to cry like Sarah Michelle Gellar is so you're just like oh no oh god and then that part when um when uh Weevil and and Lily's dad are both crying yeah the tape it it just like makes me tear up every time that I see it (laughs) yeah also Wallace I love Wallace so much he's like the best best friend in any tv show he is she takes advantage of him so much and he's just like you're my best friend i love you i'll do anything for you you know like and yeah. he's well, just he, so nice and good he is and like he does like peace out in season two yeah least. and he's like and uh when he comes back she's not treating him the same way anymore from what i can tell but maybe she goes back to it later i don't know yeah but um i think that they definitely progressively start doing him dirty more oh. um I have, it's not, like, a big spoiler or anything like that, but, like, where he's at in the movie and in the fourth season makes me really mad that, like, because I feel like they just focused so much on Veronica and Logan's relationship in the later stuff, and they just are like, everybody else here is just here because they want to be, and they like the show. Like, they treat Weevil really dirty in the new season, too, and it's just, like... It's kind of a bummer. <laughs> like sucks, a big man. bummer. That sucks. 
But yeah, there's so much drama in this goddamn town. Like, holy shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like, I don't blame Veronica at all for wanting to, like, get away from all this fucking nonsense. <laughs> yeah. Like, <Oof>. God. <laughs> We're gonna have so much to talk about when you finish it. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. All the way through. Oh, my God. And you have to watch the movie, too. Yeah, yeah, before, I know. Yeah. <laughs> before the fourth season. The, the movie was a Kickstarter thing, right? Yeah, so it's very fan service I guess, and, um... Kristen Ritter's in it again. Oh, cool. Because she's in season two. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's it's really fan servicey and it's weird, and they make a lot of decisions that I don't agree with. Um, like, the story actually taking that direction, it doesn't make any sense, I don't think. Um, but, you know, there's still good parts. Like, there's still good parts in that in the fourth season. And the fourth season was honestly pretty good, until like the very last episode, <laughs> uh, we'll talk about which it is next a, time. It's a big spoiler. I got spoiled on that. Um, I was literally just googling a random character from the show that like isn't a main character, and I just like couldn't remember who it was from the previous seasons. And so I'm googling that character, and the headline that comes up as I'm googling this other character in the headline. It had just come out on Hulu, like, two days before. It was like, this is the fate of this character, no. like, directly in the headline. And I'm just like... Why? Why <laughs> would you do that? Like, that's that's a shitty move. Yeah, like, if you're gonna do that, just be like, oh, this is the unexpected twist in the last episode, to, and yeah. blah blah. Like, don't say the specific character's name and what happens to them in the headline, it's like, dumb. two days after the show came out. It's rude. That is one of the things that I don't like about binge culture, too. Like, I wish that things came out one week at a time still sometimes, because... It gives you time to, like, absorb what happened. Yeah, and it just sucks that people can have the chance to, like, stay up all night and binge watch something and then completely ruin it for you. Yeah. (laughs) Not everybody has, you know, eight, ten hours of time um, on one or two days. (laughs) Well, now more people do, I'm sure. um... Yes, but... Normally, no. Even if you have, like, a weekend where you want to watch all of it, you shouldn't have to feel like, oh, I gotta like get you through have the season to, as fast gonna, as possible. Or you're gonna get spoiled for it. Yeah. Or you have to, like, not go on the internet until you're mm-hmm. done, which is an unreasonable ask, I think. Yeah, and, it, like, people post memes about it right yeah. away, and so you I feel you like find there out, should like, be, like, a grace ways. period of, like, at least a few weeks. Yeah. And, like... Like, how they have embargoes for reviews, but for, like binge watchers yeah <laughs> the binge watch embargo <laughs> at least it's very like, hard to uh, enforce like with the tumblr extensions you can like mute certain stuff yeah but, like, well in no twitter one... you can too but like it doesn't it's help still... if someone posts a meme yeah and where it's a picture it's just annoying yeah like I, i'm not even someone who's like oh my god no spoilers ever in like a really like militant kind of way mm-hmm. but like it, there is but a like, certain thing where it's like, come on, you're just ruining it for somebody. Yeah, you major know? character deaths, major like plot twists, um, major just like where they end up. Yeah, you know, like I don't need you to make an article about those things. Like, like right that's after not. It came it's out. not even helpful. It's not saying anything about the show. It's it, literally just like clickbait for the sake of clickbait. And I know that that's what drives views and shit. But it's still just really shitty. Like, yeah. Just write a review of the show. Or, like, talk about a specific scene and have, like, a clickbaity title for the article. Like, 
there's plenty of um, articles where it's like, we have to talk about that scene in the new episode of yeah. blah, blah, and those are annoying, but at least it's not being like, here's what happens, you know? Like, <laughs> friggin' Baby Yoda gets squashed by <laughs> the spaceship. <laughs> Can you imagine the fucking riots in the streets if they did that? <laughs> People Baby Yoda people found are, dead. People won't riot about anything else, but they will riot of Baby Yoda. Yeah. Honestly, how do we how do we harness the potential of all of the the sporting event riots and redirect that to where it needs to go for summer twenty twenty? Because That's a good question. Like people are like flipping cars and like setting shit on fire when their team loses or wins or whatever. Like even if their team wins, they're out on the streets doing stupid shit. Like why why aren't we doing that for things that matter? Uh, I mean maybe misplaced rage about the things that matter. I don't know. I don't know. I I couldn't tell you. I don't care about sports. You would think the fact that sports were canceled would make people do something but yeah wow yeah that's true yeah. that's a good point maybe that is how we harness energy in another two months it's like you're never gonna have football ever again <laughs> if this lasts until fall and there's no football that might actually be a thing because like right now it's like what sports are even really going on like baseball i guess maybe soccer it was basketball that got canceled oh basketball and, um... Uh, I feel like basketball fans aren't as like basketball fans are yeah they're not as like violent and crazy <laughs> yeah I like I don't know maybe that's not true but I feel like normally I see I like, never hear about basketball riots I hear yeah, about it's riots usually for football, football and the other football like <laughs> yeah you know <laughs> and maybe maybe baseball maybe yeah. I don't know you'll you'll get, you'll get angry fans who will yell but I. And get in fist fights in the stadium, but I don't. Yeah. I don't hear about people setting cars on fire because of a baseball game. Yeah. <laughs> um, Maybe it's. I think that part of the reason that like both footballs are so enraging is because uh, there's not as many points to be scored, especially like soccer. There's like hardly any yeah. points scoring in in those games, but like in football too, you can. Well, I, I think also with those sports, they feel more inherently aggressive in general than yeah because basketball, basketball and like you're not supposed to touch people there's no tackling and baseball the same thing like I'm, you're not allowed to like peg people with the ball you have to touch them yeah like, <laughs> with it gently you know <laughs> give them a gentle kiss on the head you know <laughs> yeah whereas football is literally just like taking people down and soccer has like slide tackling and you know yeah. stuff like that so it's more like it attracts more contact like sports rugby is probably another one yeah like rugby versus you know cricket <laughs> <laughs> or golf i don't know yeah golf fans go fucking ape shit <laughs> i mean honestly <laughs> that'd be funny but <laughs> um so yeah, that was that was an episode that was all over the place. Yeah, this is a special quarantine episode. Yeah, we, we just just whatever. We already yeah. kind of do whatever we want to begin with. Now we're yeah. doing it even more. We're at that point where it, we just Nothing it is matters. what it is. This is our this is our time, and we're just inviting <laughs> we're just inviting other people to join us if they want. Like this yeah. is this is me and Jackie time. Yeah, it, you're basically eavesdropping on a conversation. We're yeah, having. that's all this freaks. podcast is really. At the end of the day, <laughs> we're not offering like 
important insights into things. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, we suck and we're stupid and we're babies and don't listen to us. <laughs> I don't know anything. I just went blonde. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, when you bleached your hair, like, you lost half your brain cells. <laughs> yeah, I did probably. They were actually waiting to be purged, and the bleach just like helped get them the rest of the way out of there. They're like, don't bleach your hair during quarantine. And I was like, watch me, sis. I, I got this. It was real yellow for a couple days. It didn't look good. And I was like having like having a bit of hysteria over it. But I dyed it yesterday and it looks amazing now. I'm super hot. Thank you. <laughs> I'm also going to get quarantine ripped. I'm doing push-ups every day and working out more. Um, I'm still too chubby because I've been eating too much and smoking weed and having the munchies. And also, like, I feel like the stress does it too because yeah i've got like way too much cortisol on my body yeah. at normal times I'm, like, I'm all puffed up i know yeah. and not with muscles yeah. with stomach fat uh, <laughs> i'll never i'll never forget when i was like diagnosed with pcos by one doctor and i went um to my like normal doctor when i was back home from college and i was like hey i want you to do blood work on me so that i know like how fucked up my hormones are and she's like well you're on birth control so it won't matter uh, you know, your your hormones are going to be different anyways. And I was like, can you just do some blood work on me? And they did blood work. And so, like, birth control has, like, estrogen and sometimes progesterone in it. So in theory, those are supposed to be higher than testosterone, especially, like, if you're a girl in the first place. Yeah. Um, and they, they did the blood work on me. And my cortisol and my testosterone were, like, <laughs> ridiculously high. <laughs> Oh. And I was like, so this is why I'm full of rage and fatter than I've ever been because, like, I'm holding on to all this stomach weight because of all of the anxiety yeah. and I have too much testosterone and I'm angry all the time. <laughs> yeah, that's probably, I mean, I I, I should get blood work done. Uh, I Mine would probably be similar. <laughs> yeah. Because I know, like, around the time uh, we had to move last year is when I really mm -hmm. started, like, gaining wages, like, out of nowhere for no reason. So, like... Well, yeah, there's been a lot of stress, like... Yeah, there's been a lot. Once. And who would have thought I would pine for the days of 2019? Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> god. I was like, 20... Uh, that's the thing, too, like, everybody is just kind of, like... I what was gonna going? get my shit together, but oops. Yeah, <laughs> I was starting to feel so much better, like, I've I've been feeling healthy for the first time, and, like, a long time oh. <laughs> and uh i mean it's still actually good i like being at home with chris and the dog and we've been taking long walks basically every day and we've been like working out and cooking at home more um i'm still like snacking too much and drinking again yeah. because like i wasn't really drinking at all for a while yeah but given the current um, state of affairs it's like well yeah like the thing is, like, my day-to-day -day life hasn't changed that dramatically because I'm an essential worker in that I work <laughs> in a bakery and a grocery store. Uh, cakes yeah. are very essential. Um, but, like, I just, things have changed in the sense that, like, I'm worried about getting sick and then getting my mom sick. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And, like, um, yeah. so that's very stressful. <laughs> Yeah, and not I'm knowing still... when this is going to end, too, is very stressful. That's the, that's the main part, honestly. Yeah. yeah. Because, like, okay, not to sound entirely selfish, but the plan was that hopefully I would be converted to a full-time employee at my work at some point in the next few months, like, ranging from February to June was when I was expecting it to happen. And so that is, like, I don't know what the fuck's going to go on there because 
we're just kind of all in a holding pattern right now and trying to deal with the daily like craziness Mm -hmm. um so I don't know how long I'm gonna just like be a contractor and stay that because like it might also affect budgeting and stuff I I have no idea you know I don't know the inner workings of my company's shit like that but (laughs) it is something that's like a possibility for them to be like well we don't have the budget to like make you salary and give you benefits and blah 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 um and regardless of if I was going to be converted or not uh Chris's job was going to finish up and when that happened we wanted to take a vacation hopefully around my birthday we were thinking about going to Hawaii because we've never been there and like I never thought that I would have the option to go to Hawaii but cheap the flights are actually like really reasonable from Seattle to Hawaii because we're much closer yeah. now than like You're Florida on the Pacific was. Ocean basically <laughs> yeah like from Florida it's like a grand and from here it's like the same cost as going to Florida um sometimes cheaper actually (laughs) um and obviously that's you know there's no way that we can plan that no and both of us have been really needing a vacation chris even more so than me because he pretty much hasn't stopped working and like paying bills since we got here um whereas like i you know had that period of unemployment where i was like desperately trying to find a job but not like able to really contribute to yeah the household as much um but we both need vacations, basically, and my workload has pretty much doubled, <laughs> and I get a lot of, like, urgent requests, and so my days are, like, pretty stressful, even though I'm, like, sitting on my couch next to my dog, like, working from home, and I can I can take more breaks, and I'm, like, in my house and comfortable, but a lot of the times I'm finding that I don't take a break until three o'clock when I get off at 4 30 yeah <laughs> and I forget to eat lunch until really late or as soon as I'm about to go and eat lunch like I get a bunch of IMs and I have to like answer them while I'm trying to eat when I should just be setting myself to away and being on break for half an hour but I feel like I have to answer immediately um so that's that's difficult and I know like I have been the first person to be like hey guys maybe we shouldn't be so flippant about this like I would like to work from home instead of potentially being infected because I just had like a really bad cold of some sort where I had a really bad cough and like I didn't have any of the other symptoms of coronavirus. It was just a really, really bad cough um, and like fatigue. Yeah. That's that's the thing that sucks too because like it feels like coronavirus is all that's happening, but it's not. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like there's still other things going on that you can still get sick from other shit and like, yeah it's like it feels it almost feels like everyone's treating this like this is now the only illness that exists yeah <laughs> and it's not <laughs> and then like people can get sick and then be more susceptible to getting that yeah and exactly that's a big concern like people were like coming into my work when this was starting to be like a concern and they would be sick and they'd be like oh it's not coronavirus and it's like first of all you don't know that yeah. because they don't have tests and you can't get tests and second of all even if it's not like you know that like disease transmission and like yeah, your, viral infection your immune still works the same all, way yeah your immune <laughs> system's already down and like yeah yeah it's just uh it's a it's a wild times we're living in yeah. uh, <laughs> we, we like go out to walk the dog or i've been going out for runs and it's i just i want to like scream at people because no one is staying 
far enough away yeah. at all. And I swear to God, I'm like the only fucking person that moves over yeah. to be farther away from people. And people give me dirty looks. Like <laughs> me and Chris will walk the dog and we'll be standing off to the side, like waiting for someone to pass. And they'll like glare at us as they're going past. God. Or I'll be running and there's like a ton of people out running because like you're allowed to go out and exercise. And I'll like move off to the side of the trail and no one else will do that. Or I'll literally, like, there will be people coming from both directions. And instead of, like, weaving between them like I would normally do, I don't want to do that. So I'm like, okay, I guess I have to go off-road yeah. and, like, run up this grassy knoll and risk, like, falling into a hole and hurting my ankle or something because I'm trying to prevent, like, being in the same realm as people because we're all, like, breathing heavy because we're running. Yeah. And... Like, it, it, I just, I don't want to catch anything. Yeah, it, and it, the, like, this is the thing that sucks. Like, it, all this shit will, like, send you into such an anxiety spiral. And yeah. And it's like, I'm wondering once we come out of this, because I already have, like, a fear response to, like, people coughing, where I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, fuck. And I'm like, am I going to be like this the rest of my life now? Am I going to be, like, traumatized because of this experience? <laughs> Are we all going to be traumatized? And just anytime anything anyone gets a cold, we're like, oh, fuck, I'm going to die. Oh, no. And, yeah, like, like, it's <laughs> happening again. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, I don't think so. I mean, like, SARS was a huge problem for a long time, and that isn't, like... Well, the thing is, with SARS, it didn't get this extreme. Like, they people weren't... Not, not across the globe, right? Yeah, and, like, it, it didn't affect the U.S. as much. Like, we weren't all forced to stay at home. Like, nothing like this has happened in the modern age. Like, because you know? things have happened in other places, and most of the time... The response has been better yeah. to prevent it from happening here. And this time it was and, not. Yeah, at all. the response wasn't there. I mean, like I said, people at my work and like people around me. The, the first case in America was, you know, ten miles from us or whatever. Yeah. Um, and people were like, "Oh, well, you know, like that's so far away." And it's like, "No, it's not." <laughs> yeah. No, <laughs> it's have, right here. <laughs> yeah. Like you have no idea how many people that person came into contact with like on the same flight that they were on coming yeah. home um or at the the same location that they worked at or you know family members that then went out into the world and like had contact with other people like and that's how it fucking spreads yeah. and because it's so highly contagious that's a concern like it's not like oh well you know like sometimes you're just fine and you don't catch the flu even if you're around someone who has the flu like it's yeah. not the same you know yeah and like you could still like, there's more chances like that, you can be a carrier. run someone who has it and then like yeah because you don't know yeah it's it just sucks man and I, I will say though I haven't had your experiences of like the only because when I'm out on walking to work there are actually more people around than there used to be. Like, there used to be, like, nobody outside, and now there are more people, but everyone is staying out of each other's way. That's but, good. But the, the thing that sucks, though, a couple days ago, my work finally was like, okay, we're living in the number of people who can be in the building at any given moment, mm-hmm. which is good. It makes me feel a lot better, and they installed, like, plexiglass at the registers finally and all that yeah. stuff. And, um, but before that, like, I worked somewhere where it was already, like, a very busy store to begin with, and, like, Mm -hmm. it was hard enough trying to, like, dodge around people to get to where I was going, and people were still doing, like, the same shit of just, like, suddenly putting their cart in my way for no reason, Uh and, like, it it was, like, that was what made me worried, and now that's not as big of a concern, which I appreciate, and... The thing that sucks, though, is that two people in my store already got it, but they were in departments on the other side of the store for me, yeah. and, but you you just don't know what's going to happen, and I fe- yeah, it feels really inevitable scary. I'm going to get it. 
it feels inevitable and <laughs> I, well you know i hope not <laughs> i hope not we, too. We, we were gonna not talk about this during yeah, the podcast we, we can't not talk about it though that's the whole problem I know. you know and like yeah. but we'll see and i hope i don't <laughs> at least your store is actually doing stuff like that like we went to qfc um this weekend and nobody was paying attention to the guidelines just like how we've been out like walking and no one's paying attention to the guidelines except for like us it feels yeah. like um well i think also they, my state has has had more cases than your state has had too because we're so densely populated here yeah that is the benefit that we have here the the population is only dense in like a very few cities and um i think because it was the first place that they found it i think that the governor was taking more measures even though like it did take us a while to like start working from home and stuff but um a lot of places here started working from home uh like at the beginning of march some maybe even the the end of april actually or of february yeah (laughs) um and we didn't even have a shelter in place order until last week i think yeah um just to kind of like help with that extra like no you don't need to go to this restaurant or bar because i like we're walking downtown on saint patrick's day like just walking staying away from people and we saw like big groups of people like college kids going out for saint patrick's day and shit like that like it's it's crazy and like they shut down like someone was like having like an engagement party or something oh in like a, a town that's not near I've me. seen weddings that and have weddings still and stuff, but the police had to go shut them down. And like, yeah, I, I will. It sounds like with your state, the changes were a bit more gradual, but at least here, like, all the extreme stuff was done like within the span of like a week, I think. Mm-hmm. Which is like, they first they uh shut down the restaurants, yeah, and then they shut down non essential businesses, and then they the stay-at-home order all within the span of like a week and a, a week or so i think yeah so that happened over like three weeks here i think yeah. and honestly because the rent is so high a lot of the restaurants just closed it's sad before yeah like they they just closed before they even had to because they weren't having enough customers and some of them are only temporarily closed but some of them are closed for good which is a huge fucking yeah. bummer it, because like you know small I'm, business owners just can't fucking stay afloat right now yeah it sucks and like i'm hoping my favorite places are able to stay open. Like, a couple of the ones I've been keeping an eye on seem to be holding their own for the moment, but if it goes on too much longer, I don't really know what they're gonna do, and I don't want to live in a world where everything is just a big company store. Yeah. I don't want it. (laughs) Well, we were, like, we were still getting to go from a couple places. Like, there's a cafe that does bond me, by me and they have a window so they just started doing to go orders through their window which is really cool that they have that yeah and so i was going there like once i realized that i was like going there more because i was wanting to like support them yeah and then there's a chinese place that does only vegetarian chinese food um so like the same type of food at other chinese restaurants but like all vegetarian so i could finally eat like sweet and sour chicken in quotes <laughs> and general says chicken in quotes again um <laughs> which I was very happy about. So we've gotten them like a couple times, especially since all of this started. Um, There was a noodle place that's like nearby us and they were closed, I think around Chinese new year, both for the new year. And because that was when the, it was really like affecting everything over there. And I think that they had like relatives in Wuhan that were directly affected, which is really shitty. Oh, that sucks. Um, But like we were, we've been trying to support them but now it's at the point where you're like should we even like 
we've just been making stuff at home because should we even be ordering food you know like is that we don't want to be putting like delivery people at risk well, and but then they still have to work yeah they still have to work either way yeah and it's hard it, to know it, what it's to very do. complicated because like I don't, I don't even really know what the right answer would be for that, except for the government to do way, way, way more than they've been doing. And like, yeah, like, they need to actually support Because th- if this people. goes on much longer, they're going ha- to... They have like, to freeze rent and mortgages. They have to. They will have to because everyone will just be homeless. Yeah. Like, I know that they've, they've they, stopped, They stalled like, evictions, but then when they but... stop stalling evictions, everyone's going to be fucking... Like, no one's going to yeah. be spending any fucking money. And, like, yeah. it's... <laughs> Well, and we, like, we're like, okay, Chris is out of a job, and, like, he's gonna have to be on unemployment, and I'm still working, but I make, like, half as much as him, basically, and, um, like, we're, we're, we're okay for now. Yeah. But if he doesn't have work for however many more months, we were supposed to move in June, and we don't know if people are even gonna be leasing, and how that's gonna work, and, like, we're probably not going to be able to do any physical tours of a place so we'd probably have to do like another virtual tour which is how we got this place out here and like not that this place isn't great in a lot of ways but we want to find something cheaper and we want to find something that suits our needs needs better (laughs) than this place does um and we wanted to have the chance like this past three months we were going to be looking at places and we have not had the opportunity to do that and now we're like do we get stuck here paying a higher rent than we could be paying somewhere else just because it's shutting everything down like Like, really bad timing and yeah and like is that like it's probably happening to a ton of other people too where like they probably have lost all their income and need to move somewhere cheaper so that their unemployment can help them pay for rent and if they don't even have the option to move somewhere cheaper, like, how do you lock somebody in? Like, like they only have a lease for a certain amount of time, but if you literally cannot get a lease anywhere else, you just have to keep living there and re-up yeah. at the place that you're currently living, and then they're gonna probably still be charging more for rent because it goes up every year, even though it absolutely should not yeah, be doing that right now. Yeah, I... <laughs> That's something I don't understand, but just in general. But it, should, it shouldn't be happening in Seattle in general because there are so many vacant places and they can't fill all of them. And we've had, like, first of all, yes, the average income in the area has gone up because of all the tech workers, but so have the number of units and a lot of them are vacant. And the there were, like, there was an article I read that rent should be going down by 12%. And that, like, never happened, I don't think. <laughs> of course not. Um, Why would they deny themselves more money, you know? Yeah, it just keeps going up every year, and it's like, oh, well, you make the argument if you have a, um, if you're salaried somewhere, you generally, every year, will get, like, after your performance review, you'll get basically, like, a cost of living um, bonus to your salary for, like, the next year. Um but not everybody is salaried. Yeah. There's a lot of contract workers that work here. There's a lot of contract workers. And there's, you know, obviously all of, like, the service industry workers um, that need to be able to live in the city where they work. Like, it is so stupid to have to commute from, like, fucking Everett or something into downtown Seattle so you can work at a coffee shop. You know? <laughs> yeah, like, it doesn't make and any nobody's sense. Nobody's gonna do that. 
and then you don't have anybody to work in the coffee shops because they're priced out of living there and everybody that lives here is going to be like well I have a tech job I don't want to work in a coffee shop so like what are you going to do then you yeah. know that's like, what, they're going to find a coffee shop in Everett that's what people don't fucking think about it's like okay you don't want to pay these people living wage and who the fuck's gonna do the fucking job you yeah. know it's like <laughs> there, there's a there's a cost value um situation going on with like how much money can I make at my serving job in downtown Seattle that's like a fancy restaurant versus how much money I'm paying to commute and I could just save that money on commuting and get a service job at like Olive Garden in my city and probably break even with like the amount I was making before you know yeah exactly so many things just aren't logical no (laughs) it's it's very stupid and it used to be easier and it's it's only getting worse because so much shit is going unchecked and I'm really hoping I'm hoping that good comes out of this me too and that things get changed and that it doesn't just go back to the shitty same old way because like I'm just really scared that people are going to be so relieved for things to go back to quote-unquote normal that they will be like we forget all about the anger we had before like we're just going to get back to normal and I think that for a lot of people like me that are at office jobs that will just like be going back to the office, it'll be very easy to for forget about it. Yeah, to forget about it. Yeah. Well, there's other people like I don't know having a rough time and possibly being evicted because they can't pay two months of back rent. You know, yeah, which is ridiculous to ask for. Like if you're not employed right now, you're not making that income for the entire time. So why would you have that money? on the day after evictions aren't allowed anymore or are allowed again yeah. whatever it just sucks too know. and like the the flip side of the evictions thing though is like um i have a, a friend who's like living in a building and like she's been telling she's probably this in this podcast right now she's been telling she told me about all the people in her building who keep still keep congregating in each other's rooms mm-hmm. and like how dangerous it is they've been told not to multiple mm-hmm. times by the building and they still keep doing it and I'm like, in situations like that, I feel like you should get kicked out, but, like, you can't right now. She lives yeah. in, She's not in the United States. She lives in another country, but, like, um... Yeah. Well, like, here we have, like, community areas, and they block them all off with, like, caution tape, and they shut them down, and they have cameras, because, like, you know, they've got... It's kind of bougie and shit. Yeah. But they've got cameras <laughs> everywhere, so they can, like, tell who is doing things that they're not supposed yeah. to be doing but the thing is like, like what what can you do if people are doing that if you can't kick them out that's the whole thing yeah like I mean, find them i guess but i don't know if you're even allowed to do that right now yeah i i don't know either it's it's a tough My question place- also there's the people who are being evicted not because i don't know how it works like if you're being evicted not because you're not paying rent but because like you're being violent but mm-hmm. you're not in jail for whatever reason, but or you're, like, yeah. harassing the landlord or something like that. Like, what's yeah. the rules with that? I don't know. There must I be something. I feel like that would be a special situation. Yeah, like, yeah. A criminal charges and stuff like that. Yeah. Because I, I was I actually think that... thinking of the episode of Veronica Mars with that tenant who kept, like, going in their house. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, like, then Keith had to go scare him off. <laughs> yeah, I didn't really think about that, but that's true. I would assume that you would just have to escalate it to... The cops, Yeah. Yeah, whereas, like, maybe you wouldn't do that and you would just evict someone and be like, good luck. Yeah. Like, maybe you'd be like, okay, we have to press charges because that's the only way to fix this. Yeah, I but guess that so. that does suck, too. I don't know. It's, it's very... It's very strange. Like, people will be working from home and staying out of, like, big spaces where, like, people would normally 
all gather together, but then they'll like go in the same elevator together or like run right next to each other (laughs) on like when they're out working out. And I've seen plenty of groups of people where I'm like, you're not all roommates. (laughs) You don't live together and you're here and you're all like right up next to each other, like on each other's dicks. Like, just because you're outside, you think it's okay, but it's not. Because yeah, I, I get it sucks, but, like, also, we live in the modern age. You can call people on the phone. Yeah. You can video chat. Like, you and I did the whole games with your friends online last night. Yeah. And that was a lot of fun, and that felt, like, the same as hanging out with people in person. Yeah, you know? like, it, it, it wasn't that much different. It's, like, yeah, a little bit more chaotic because you don't know who's talking when. Uh, but, like, that happens at parties and stuff yeah. anyways a lot of the time. And, it's and you can't, like, like you walk around, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, but, you like... can walk around and, like, give your friends drinks or, like, nobody could pet the dog. We, yeah. We had two dogs on <laughs> on webcams and we all had to keep showing them to everybody because <laughs> they were like, show us Cookie, show us Evie. <laughs> but yeah, in terms of, like, the social interaction, it didn't feel any different. And, like, yeah. and it's lucky that we live in an age where people can actually work from home for a lot of jobs and, like, yeah. they can telecommute and we can, like, talk to each other like that. And But people are still insisting on acting the fool and, like, going to <laughs> spring break in Florida. And, like, oh it's... That made me so angry, too, because, yes, there are people who already live in Florida from colleges there that go on spring break in Florida, but so many spring breakers are from other countries. Yeah, that's the whole thing. They're from other states. And And other countries too, probably. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. But everybody's like, oh, typical Florida just being fucking stupid. And it's like, you know that there are, like, Florida's a really big place. There's a a lot of different people in Florida, and a lot of the stupid fuckers in Florida aren't from Florida. (laughs) (laughs) That's kind of like, um, like a down in South Jersey by the beaches. Like, the people yeah. who, like, uh, go there for vacation this summer are called Bennies. And yeah. <laughs> and everyone hates them because mm-hmm. they're just, like, dumb. Like, the Jersey Shore people aren't even from New Jersey. They're from, like, Staten yeah. Island. <laughs> it's just people that go to places with the explicit intention to get as drunk and foolish as possible and they think it's, like, a rite of passage. And, I mean, it kind of is. Yeah, it kind of is. In but- certain ways, but... Not in this sort of situation, no. not if it's, like, harming people, not if it's harming yourself that much, frankly. I think that America needs to take a good, hard look at its alcohol culture and <laughs> its, like, hedonism culture because there's there's a limit for everything, you know? Like, yeah. I'm all for, like, having a good fucking time and not being weird about it, getting drunk, whatever the fuck. But, like, be safe, be smart, be sm- as smart as possible. Yeah. Like... Also, this is, like, primo stingray season. (laughs) (laughs) Like, everybody was showing Clearwater Beach, which, like, Clearwater Beach is always crowded. Like, locals, for the most part, don't go there because the parking is really expensive. We would go there, like, during the off-season at night, and we would find street parking, and we'd walk around at night and stuff like that. Or there's, like, a couple good restaurants that we'd go to. But, like, you don't really go to Clearwater Beach to, like, go to the beach if you're from Florida. Like... It's difficult, and it's usually too crowded and not worth it, and there's a ton of other beaches that are, like, just as easy to get to and less crowded. Um, But yeah, that's, like, the primo area for for stingrays right now, and I just am thinking about all those people, like, so drunk. I'm, like, I'm sure that there are so many stingray incidents during that time. Probably. And on top of everything else, it's just so ridiculous. (laughs) 
Uh, I will say, though, like, when my friend was telling me about people doing that and who are building, I was like, oh, so it's not, like, a uniquely American thing where we're like, no. oh, you can't stomp on my freedoms. It's just, like, a human thing. <laughs> it's just a human thing. Yeah. We don't like being told what to do. Yeah. The second you tell somebody what to do, they want Especially to do if they're the young and they think they're, like, immortal and stuff. Yeah, that is the thing. It's, like, you people really fucking think you're invincible. Especially, not even just young people, the people that are out and, like, athletic exercise people you know they're like well i am an athlete or i exercise all the time i'm super healthy i won't catch it and it's like but you don't fucking know that and also it's not not just about you it's about the people you're exposing it to yeah and like oh i was gonna say something i don't remember damn it all right never mind (laughs) (laughs) but yeah no it's it's true um yeah all right also i'm gonna have to say it and like no one will know until it actually comes out but uh, this might, this episode might be late because I only have so much like brain capacity after I'm off the well, clock you have, like, at work. You have like a whole other week to edit it, so it's you know it's not airing to it's the fourteenth, the second Tuesday oh, of the month. So you because you have, we had March thirty first, the MVP. Yeah, so you March thirty first on a Tuesday. You got more time. <laughs> you got a whole other weekend to do it. So okay, yeah, all right, never mind. <laughs> I I retract that. <laughs> We were going to watch a ton of movies and just record a bunch yeah, of them, but, but <laughs> we both are working. Like, it's I mean, still hard. Like, well, we're both working, like, the same amount, well, if not more. No, you're before. working more than I am, to be honest, because, like, I, I will say, like, I am considered an essential worker. I'm doing, like, nothing at my job, pretty much, which is but a it's blessing. Still, it's a blessing. But still. But, and, but I also going... work l- later at night, so I... I do have yeah. time during the day to do stuff. I just, like, don't do it. <laughs> yeah. Well, and now we have, like, even more opposite schedules than before, so it doesn't Yeah, and the harder. time difference and everything. Yeah. Um, and, like, you're also going to work and, like, being stressed out, which is, like, well, still the weird thing is, a lot of work. You know what I mean? The weird thing is when I'm actually there, I'm not all that stressed out because what we're doing while we're there is making me feel better, which is, like, mm-hmm. we're cleaning everything constantly. Yeah. And I'm not really near anyone. Like, I... I'm not working out on the front lines of the store, basically. Like, I'm basically, like, a department, like, tucked in the corner. Like, no one's really, like, getting in my face. And, like, the thing that's nice about it is I am actually getting to go out and, like, socially interact with people. So that's helping with the mental health stuff. Yeah. Like, I get to talk to my coworkers. Like, there's masks and stuff, you know, so it's mm-hmm. fine. But, like, the, the, the anxious stuff comes when I'm trying to go to bed, which is why it's good. I yeah. now work night shifts because frequently I don't fall asleep till four in the morning. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The one the one uh, night I was still up at like one, which would have been four year time, and you were texting me, and I was like, "Are you just getting up now? Because like you used to get up really early for work, and that would happen sometimes." Yeah, but it was like you still just hadn't gone to sleep, yeah. and I was like, "Holy shit, I am wiped out. You gotta go to bed." Yeah, sorry. <laughs> uh- <laughs> Um, well, I feel bad, too, because you're like, I'm having an anxiety, and I'm like, I'm falling asleep. I took no, my it's, meds it's, half an hour ago, and I'm KOing. No, it's completely fine, and if, like, <laughs> with our, like, um, with, like, you and, you and uh, Nolan, too, like, I'll send you guys texts. I'm not, like, if you guys don't respond to it, I don't, like, have a meltdown or anything, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, like, yeah, it's we fine. Much... Like, I get you guys live in different time zones. <laughs> yeah, so. and we very much have, like, the relationship where... 
we'll just like literally send like yeah. a text wall to each other yeah. and just whenever we see it what is, we answer yeah exactly it's like i don't have like unrequited crushes on either of you so i'm not like <laughs> why wouldn't she answer it she hates me <laughs> you know yeah. honestly the only time i will ever not answer someone is if i literally either forget which has been happening with more frequency lately or if I am just, like, so physically tired that opening a text seems, like, too much Yeah, work. like, sometimes I will a see a wall text happen. sometimes and be like, I don't want to deal with this right now. Yeah, like, some, I'll just text, like, if I if I accidentally, like, open the message and it's too much, I'll just be like, I need to read this later, you know? Yeah, I'll usually say that, too, if yeah. I see, like, oh, they're gonna see the message is read, I hope they don't think I'm ignoring them, I'll just yeah, be like, like I'll, I'll read this I'll... later. <laughs> yeah. Which I think is good etiquette and something that anyone that listens should maybe practice in their yeah, own life. Yeah, it should, yeah. <laughs> Just because I think that's a good thing. Like, hey, I am busy right now or, like, I'm, I'm too tired or something like that. I'll respond to this um, in a little bit. Yeah. And then, like, that lets them know, like, you're not just... You're not just nowhere, not answering, ignoring someone. It lets them know, like, yeah, they're... They're, they're doing yeah. their thing. Like, they're a human and they got other shit yeah. to do for now. Yeah. But they'll come back to it. Yes, yeah, so there's been times when I've, like, seen that someone read something and then they haven't responded to it. And the logical mm-hmm. part of my brain is, like, they probably saw it and meant to get back to it and forgot. Or, mm-hmm. But the other part of my brain is, like, that you fucking bitch. <laughs> I know you saw it. <laughs> Answer yeah. me, goddammit. <laughs> That happens more, honestly, with people I have crushes on, though, than friends, so. <laughs> yeah. Same for the most yeah, part. Yeah, because there's I, that I inherent insecurity with it, whereas I don't feel insecure about my friends. So. I do. <laughs> <laughs> well, my, my friends that I actually text on a regular basis, I don't feel insecure about. I get very insecure when I text people that I haven't, like, spoken to a lot. Oh, or, yeah, like, that's true. I don't know. The worst thing is when somebody reaches out to you, finally, and you answer them back, and, like, you text like maybe too much at a time like you're like oh my gosh hi how are you how are things going i'm doing this uh i was just thinking about this the other day and then they just don't text yeah back. oh that's the worst no I think, and you're no. like you're like did i did i say too much did i come on too strong and it's like this is literally your friend you know it's yeah. not like a one night stand or something that you're trying to hook up with again yeah and <laughs> the thing i hate though is like someone texts me and i respond back immediately and then they never text back again and i'm like what the- yeah i literally just said hi back hey what's up and then just nothing (laughs) i was like what are you doing (laughs) it's just weird and yeah just text etiquette is good to have yeah (laughs) all right i don't know how to wrap up this episode (laughs) (laughs) everything is awful but it's gonna be all right we're gonna get through it together And I also, like, read an article, too, where people were, like, people are comparing this to the Black Death. This isn't as bad as the Black Death. Please stop no. saying <laughs> Things are a lot better. We know what it is. <laughs> yeah. We have science on we our side. Yeah, vaccines. Yeah. We don't shoot. dump our shit in the streets anymore. We don't, yeah, we don't like, flag, flagellate ourselves in the streets and try to get rid of the virus. Well, I think oh. people do that virtually on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. We don't have rats feasting on people and transmitting the disease, and this disease also doesn't cause um, putrid black boils on your armpits and body. Yeah, sounds rough. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Weird times, man. It is. I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) 
follow us on social media. Yeah, follow us uh, at YWT Podcast <laughs> on Twitter. I'm not really posting anything on there because I'm not on Twitter anymore. Um, yeah, but I've, um, I've been spending like whole days or two off of it, so it's yeah. been good. I mean, the things I'll check in on it once in a while to see tweets from friends I have whose accounts are locked, but that's it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Uh, stay safe out there, kids. Uh, I've been Jackie. I've been Lita. And... This, and... Yeah. <laughs> you say it. And this is... <laughs> and this has been a fucking mess. <laughs> and this has been Why Haven't You Watched That. Bye. Bye. <laughs>